smell so sweet and you look so pretty. Welcome to The Books We Loved, a podcast of the Troy Public Library. Today we are talking with Elizabeth from our community engagement department and also a library TikTok star, self-proclaimed. And Nicole, a behind-the-scenes TikTok star, also part of our marketing team. And today we are talking about sequels. Thank you both for being here. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Pleasure. We're going to depart a little... Amanda, don't you think, from our usual yes. routine. Usually we do an intro. We're so professional. And we just talk about like all the things. Our all research, research that we brought. Yeah. All yeah. of the library stuff you need to know about. If you're here to learn. Get out. Today's not your episode, <laughs> friends. I'm going to gently escort you out the door at this point. It's mid, late January. We've given up a little bit today. We're going to just be here, be, be there for you, and just have some fun. Transparent. Off the cuff, flourishing, powerful, independent. No holds barred. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Um, and today we were talking about sequels. So we all brought two sequels to the table. We are going to go round robin around the table. Mm-hmm. And we are going to present, I think, one sequel at a time. So we'll go one sequel and then a second sequel. And we don't know what each other has picked yet. This is going to be a surprise. So we're going to talk about the sequel, why we liked it. And then I'm hoping that will open us up a little bit to talk about sequels in general, what makes for a successful one, what doesn't, how they're treated in the media. Anything else to add, Amanda? Did I cover it? I think you nailed it. You didn't just cover it. You crushed it. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. You want to start, Nicole? So first one I picked was uh, Toy Story 2, um, as well as pretty much like 3 and 4, because it was, yes, um, I hope you all have seen all of them. If not, I, then maybe at one point a spoiler might come up in the discussion, so just FYI. But, I think um, this is kind of universally acknowledged as a successful <gasps> series, don't you think? Yes. I would I say so. I would I, hope so. I, yeah. It's, it's hard not to like everything that Toy Story brings to the table. In if all you of don't them. like it, then I I don't know what happened in your childhood. Can I, I have a confession? <gasps> yes, me too. Love Toy Story two. Love Toy Story three. I did not love Toy Story four. <gasps> what was what was oh. your issue with it? Uh, to me, that's the one that felt the most forced. Mm. Where it was like, mm. oh, now we need we're bringing back the old characters. Where it the other ones felt very natural, and it was like, oh. Even the introduction of Bonnie, I was like, we can make it work. But Bonnie's delightful. But yeah, by Toy Story 4, I was like, I feel like you guys are making, I was going to say making stuff up, but that's what, <laughs> that is how stories How were. dare you, Disney? It just kind of deviated catch your toys in like real life. Like, <laughs> Can we acknowledge that this is my personal, so yes. maybe we, we don't need to acknowledge anything. <laughs> Let me share my personal thoughts. I never watch Disney sequels because I have always thought that they are awful, like Lion King, one and a half or two or whatever. Aladdin, when they tried to redo the princess ones 10 years, 50 years later, you know, the Cinderella spinoffs, the Little Mermaid to all that. I think that those, it's to me, it's not the same caliber. It seems like lazier quality. So... I did see Toy Story. 
when Toy Story 2 came out, I was like, nope, all the nopes for those reasons. I'm like, it's not going to be as good, but it was as good. I will say I did not like three. And so I refused to watch because it made you cry. No, I just didn't like it. I felt like there, it was like emotional porn. Like they were forcing you to watch them something to get a response. And I didn't like that. I was like, no, you're trying to make people upset. Emotional manipulation. Yes. Yes. Maybe edit out what I said and stick with emotional (laughs) manipulation. I don't like when someone's trying to force me to cry. There's enough sadness. Well, And I mean, really like in the story there was, I feel like there was enough, but the scene where they're like, slowly inching towards the furnace i'm like this it is 100 percent yeah. cried on oh me too because i was like oh my god i was just thinking about all the toys i've thrown away in my own I, I just yes. can't take I'm it i'm so sorry i just had to throw out my coffee maker and as i, I was setting up the new <laughs> coffee thinking maker, about the brave little toaster, I, I, I toaster. it's yes. traumatized me for life <laughs> yeah i was setting up the new coffee maker while the old coffee maker bound for the garbage was just <gasps> watching the new coffee no. maker and it a wave of understanding enveloped me where I actually thought like, I wonder this if this is how really old people feel when like a new baby is born and it's like, the world is done for me, but here you go. Oh you can't do oh, this to right You now, took Olivia. that to a real level of depth that I was not prepared for. This is what it's <laughs> like but to really, live in my so brain. So many times I find like old people are just like, the grandbabies, give them to me, darling. They're happy about like, it. They're, they're, they're just, trying to suck they their They just energy. think all women need to procreate. And yeah. it's just. Let me hold the baby and sap its strength into my bony hands. <laughs> That's what I just envisioned. That's not a thing. I'm going to start trying to do that. Like, like covertly trying to absorb All the youth. All of a sudden, Olivia keeps going towards the children with her hand outstretched. We'll be like, Olivia, no. Yeah, I will we can have a Hocus very Pocus Very Hocus Pocus. Like, That's what I was. I will not be I have not seen Hocus Pocus. My niece and nephew to story Wait, time like I thought I would. Ever? Mm, like, I never. tried like five years ago and I turned it off after 10 minutes. Here's the thing is that we feel this way because we watched it in our youth. Yes. So it's one of those. You where can't I watch it for the first time yes. when I was 35. Yeah. <laughs> it just wasn't, it wasn't my time. Yeah. Okay. So Toy Story 2, it sounds like you don't really need to make a pitch for this. It sounds like we it's, all agree. But yeah. what do you think makes it such a successful sequel? Well, because it wasn't just spitting out the same story. It was actually continuing it. Mm. And it was kind of like diving deeper into, you know, more of Woody's world and this other side of toys and like toy collections and these different perspectives that, you know, we may not have thought of. Because generally, and at the time it came out, like generally all of us here were still children and we're thinking, yay, play with our toys and da, da, da. And then all of a sudden you have the collector's toys oh, and, and it made you feel like so sad. You're like, why would you not play with them? How dare you? And sort of their perspective and their history and just like again it was continuing the story and it was adding to the universe as opposed to just spitting out the same thing which Mm. that's just a money grab when sequels do that so it's nice when disney has a movie or a series where it's not their traditional like princess stuff that's to me Yes. I feel like, you know, even newer stuff like Frozen or those things where it's like, yes, it's great. It's fun. It had good music, but it's nice when Toy Story is just, it's just a movie. It's just a movie about toys, right? So it's, I don't know. I feel like everybody can identify with that story. Adults, I know how many, I think I was, when did that come out? 99? Uh, I can look at it. Ish? I feel like I, I was, I think I was the in college first when it came one out. was 
mid early 90s so 95 for toy story one okay wow okay so i was in high school Mm -hmm. which is crazy to me but i remember watching it as an adult with older adults and myself and there's that nostalgia aspect right oh yeah for sure which is really kind of fun in a movie to see have something cartoon that makes you feel all the little kid feels all over again and totally yeah Yeah. and it's a story that i think you can like you said like you can relate to it at any age because even if you no longer have your toys will you still remember like like i know i had to set up all of my stuffed animals on my bed and i had Mm -hmm. to sleep with all of them so no one felt left out and like same things like that so even if you know watching it now i can be like oh yes and think about all the toys i had and toy story 2 was a good Mm-hmm. Also, that scene where the old man like cleans Woody's oh, eyes yeah. and like mm-hmm. gets yeah. all oh, nice and sews his arm back on—one of the most satisfying, totally. satisfying things in the world. So Forgot great. about that. So satisfying. Isn't the one guy's name Stinky Pete? In that yeah, one? they yes. call him Stinky Pete. Yep. Yes. <laughs> good pick. <laughs> yes. Starting strong. Rewatching Very Toy good. Story <laughs> one and two tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I still I still think the third one's great. What do you, you think know, about the I characters, just, the oh, character so. actors, like the voice actors? Do you oh think they did a God, good job I with love the casting? Them so much, perfect, oh, so much. I part. My particular favorite one though is mm-hmm. in the third one, and Mister uh, Porky Pants, who's like <gasps> yes. the one of Bonnie's toys, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, we're just a Shakespearean actor, prickly pants, and isn't he wearing like later hose, leader hose? Phenomenal, so great. I think that's an important part of having a successful sequel is introducing new characters without taking away from the original characters. Absolutely. Because that's, if we were to talk about like TV shows, I think that's where Stranger Things, as perfect as it is, starts, it loses itself a little bit because what now we're on season four and there are a hundred new characters to keep track of. You lose the time with the originals, but Mm -hmm. Toy Story 2, it's like, here's a new group. They fit in perfectly. Yeah. Beautiful story unfolds. Really good point. The addition of the characters versus the development of the ones that you already know and love. Yes. It has to do a good mix of both, I think, Mm -hmm. which Toy Story Mm -hmm. 2 does because you get the depth of the new story with Woody. You get Jessie with her backstory. You get... Also made me cry. Yes. Oh. All right, Elizabeth, are you ready to share yours? Mm -hmm. I'm ready. Let's hear it. Mine is also a Disney pick. But I have chosen Princess Diaries 2, The Royal Engagement. <gasps> oh. Um, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. It was my immediate, oh. once I heard sequels, it was like, picking a second sequel was harder for me. This one, I was like, once I thought of it, I was like, this is it. We get the growth of the character. We get uh-huh. to see Princess Mia, like, you know, step into her role and learn how to be queen. And then there's this great storyline of... Well, the tradition says she has to get married and she's like mm, do I have to get married yeah. and the <laughs> and the pull between the tradition and wanting to you know make her grandma proud and oh and the love story the best enemies to lovers it's the blueprint of a good enemies to Can lovers we just talk about his Chris Pine's <laughs> hair he, they did, what happened oh it looks it like a helmet. Magic and beauty is what happened. I felt like it looked like a helmet on his <laughs> head the whole so time. I'm like, really? You can't yeah, just maybe take a little bit off the sides. It's so princely, though. I feel like princes princely. aren't supposed mm. to have. It's like Eric from Little Mermaid. It it's, is. it's like well coiffed and just like floofy. Yes. He like, looks like he was drawn point. by a Disney 
which isn't good hair necessarily, he, but it's that's true. It's, got it's a that little weird cartoony Disney component where you want to run your hands through a movie characters' hair just to be like, "Can I just see just to move it?" Like, picture, Olivia. Yes. <laughs> yeah. See, it's it's the exa- volume just, they achieve. Yes. Oh, wow. It, so it, it, it achieves great heights. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> just love and a man with hair. He really. Oh man. Bigger the hair, the closer to God. I just want to. Okay. Quick. Quick vote. Which is the Chris that you find most attractive? Evans. There's Chris Pine, Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, Thor, Hemsworth or Pratt. Chris Pratt from Jurassic World. Oh. Mine is 100% Chris Evans. It's Evans. Oh. Captain America. A thousand percent. Mm. Mm. Wait, Chris Wait, Evans. are we talking, are we including personality in this too? No, yes. just, oh, no. Or just, just pure looks. looks. Just go with pure looks. looks. I just, I feel like I have to go with the silver fox and the, the, oh, the professor. Yeah. Yeah. I like that because I, I think so. Chris Pine is kind of the underdog. Mm, in really? the Chris I would race. think it's Chris Pratt. Cause well, he's, I was going to say him in well, um, Parks and Rec. Yes. He <laughs> is. Oh, I okay. think so of him so as a... Wait, do you guys remember Chris Pratt in the show... Uh, what is it? Everwood. Never watched Everwood it. Was, it was so good. Parks and Rec, and just yes. he was just this like kind of at first douchey jock who kind of had a little bit of a character development moment things. But I was just like everyone like started loving him in Parks and Rec, and I was like, yeah, we've watch been Everwood, here. Guys. Okay, yeah, I've been here <laughs> okay. since Everwood. So yeah, I love that. It's I feel such old a good when story. I sit with you guys because I have no idea what that is. It I was also like don't a know. Gilmer Girls era CW show, like mm-hmm. small CW. town, like yeah, One Tree Hill era ish. Oh, like yeah. it yeah. was usually Gilmer Girls, One Tree Hill, Everwood. I think I it don't was think like, I had a TV during these years. No, I really didn't. I lived on a farm and did not have a television. <gasps> oh my oh, gosh! Well, that, that would explain it. That's okay. Like I told you, I didn't watch Gilmore Girls until like. A bajillion years after it was off the air. I've it's still fun. never watched Gilmore Girls. I've He's seen episodes. Just watched scenes, um, mm. seasons one through five. And I think that's one kind of like, what were we talking about before? Where we said, if you didn't watch it, like, it, oh, Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Or if you didn't watch it. You missed the boat kind of. It's yeah. fun to watch it just because it's like a time capsule of the early 2000s era. Yeah. It's fun. I think you'd like Gilmore Girls. I do too. That's, maybe that'll be my. No, I think you would. Stop after season five. Oh, okay. <gasps> Such intense eyes, I will, that rule has been placed, I will not watch anything after season five. There you go. She's like, or anything before season five. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, we hijacked the conversation. That's okay. Okay. Diaries too. Okay, yes. so what you're adding to this now is that this, I think there's like a wish fulfillment thing going on with that series too, because you wanted to know like when she got everything she wanted, then what? So that's yes. I think a really good setup for a sequel. Well, and what kid doesn't want someone to show up and be like, hey, I'm your grandma, and I'm actually the queen of a small country, so surprise, you're going to be the queen. Princess Diaries <laughs> was one of those movies that I watched with my grandma all the time, and I would always turn to her oh. at the end, and I'd be like, if you want to tell me anything, grandma, and she would be like, I'm no. <laughs> she'd say no, but then she'd look slow and wink at you. Like, she would, and then I'd always be like, well, one day, I just have to prove that I'm ready for the crown, and then No. Do you didn't think happen. Princess so Diaries launched a thousand Christmas Hallmark movies. <gasps> oh. I feel like like fake small country near yes. Switzerland. Is it's fake, right? Yes. Yeah. Fake. Genovia is Genovia. Fake. <laughs> Much to my Genovian pears. Mm. Genovian pears, yes. <laughs> I will say the scene when they're eating the popcorn and they're like, it tastes like pears. I'm like, 
Why would you ruin popcorn like that? It needs to taste like cheese. (laughs) Yes. Or fake butter. Or yeah, salt. Like there's no reason for pear flavored popcorn. popcorn. I'll take a caramel popcorn. Yeah, I do like a cinnamon sugar moment. I'm a hard pass. I'm a savory popcorn kind of guy. Yeah, me too. I have a dill pickle. Salt mix that you shake on. It's delicious. But yeah, I think it's the. That's another important thing for sequels for me is like the continued growth of our main characters mm-hmm. and the ones that we already fell in love with. And I think Princess Mia is a perfect example of that. She really comes into her own in the second one. Cool. Yeah. Great pick. Very good. Did not see that coming. Oh, thank me you. neither. I love to surprise people. Me too. I've rewatched those this Lovely. week. <laughs> All right, Amanda, what do you got for us? Okay, so mine are super annoyingly mainstream pop culture My favorite since I was a kid is going to be Empire Strikes Back mm. from Star Wars. Yes. It's the original trilogy. It's number two, and it is Wait, so fantastic. It like number seven, if it, no, you said no. Original. It's number so it's the original three, but they are numbered four, five, six. So it would be yes. number five. Oh, five. Okay, That's so it's number five because he knew he was going to do the prequels later. That's what it is. That's sweet. That was, why did he burden us with that though? Now I'm so. Like, I'm sure people back then were like, "The hell! What? Why is he starting with number <laughs> so four? Confused. Because yes. he, they didn't have all that we have nowadays with the whole Star Wars universe." Yeah, but it is as I I think I've mentioned to Olivia. It's like he used the um, the arc of the story is like a space opera. So you start with introducing the characters, introducing the drama in the first movie, which is A New Hope. Then in Empire Strikes Back, you have the crescendo moment of a Han Solo gets put into carbonite and you don't know if he's going to um, survive. And we know by the end of that movie that him and Princess Leia have a relationship going. You don't know what's going to happen to Luke because he loses his hand at the end and he finds out that Darth Vader is his dad in this one. So there's a lot of intense stuff going on. I wanted to swear so bad. (laughs) There's a lot of intense stuff going on. And we get, like you said, you have the characters from the first one make it, but they have the introduction of new characters. We see um, Yoda is the biggest one that comes out of Empire Strikes Back, which is, I think, everyone's favorite. And then also the introduction of Obi-Wan Kenobi as a ghost who is going to be kind of an advisor to Luke from the grave, which, hello, didn't see that coming. Um, But yeah, and it's just, I love that the first one starts on a very hot planet of Tatooine, and the second one starts in Hoth, which is a nice planet. So it's fun to kind of see the first one start very brown, very tatty, drab. And then the second planet's like, oh, where are we going with this one? It starts totally different, visually different. First one was lots of blacks and grays and browns. The second one, different color palettes. The clothes have changed. Princess Leia went from wearing her robe situation, her, what's that thing called? Where you're just wearing like the really loose fitting dress. Oh, like a muumuu? Yeah, her muumuu with a belt (laughs) in the first one to wearing pants and like the updated do because it went from 1977 to the second one coming out in the 80s. Yes. And then just, or 1980, just, yeah different movement. I just love it. It it leaves us with a cliffhanger. You have no idea that you're going to meet the Ewoks in number three because furry bear creatures <laughs> that don't really fit into anything, but we don't even know what's coming yet at it's the end true. of two. It brings up the idea of the sci-fi fantasy series too. I mean, yes. because of all the world building, it just really lends itself to sequels and yep. stretching yes. the story out. And it's a world you can keep expanding on because you yeah. literally have the whole universe to work with. So they can throw in 
They can throw in a whole new do whatever they want. Yeah, they want yeah. Mm-hmm. crazy little teddy bears, and who's going to tell them that can't little, happen? Little fighter teddy bears. Yeah, they're so cute. It's yeah. true. Yeah, and rather than maybe what you were talking about, Elizabeth, where the temptation for some writers is to like add a bunch of new characters. Mm-hmm. It's like, maybe we just want to know more about the world and mm-hmm. the physical surroundings. It's true. Mm-hmm. And then you get to do things like take it from the hot planet to the ice planet. And it's like, yeah, fun stuff. It's true. Fun stuff. I love it. Yeah. We want totally to explore it. That's why Dr. Who has been able to go on for so long. True. Oh my gosh. What is that? Like season 5 million? Yeah. Oh, it's 50s? so good. Seriously. It's so been on much. since what? The Who's your favorite 60s? Oh, yeah. David Tennant. Yeah. It's oh, hard 100%. to beat. That's like the doc, like he was the doctor that got me in the Doctor Who. Yeah. And just, oh, treasure. Okay. Yeah, Star Wars, good pick. Good yeah, pick. really good pick. Thank you. Classic. Mine are super mainstream, so they're kind of they're kind of boring that way. How come he well, didn't make a sequel of Pulp Fiction? We could have talked about that. Oh, so good. I have one to balance <laughs> us out. Um, I'm critically reviled, se- I think like 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. Is it sequel. Vampire Academy 2? It's Was not. That a movie? <laughs> no, because that never got made, remember? That's it's, true. I, did you this, pick like a Twilight movie or something? No, no I picked... <laughs> I picked My Girl too, which I don't know if you ever seen My Girl. Has anyone seen? Um, my Girl? I yes. saw both of them when seen they my Girl. first came out. I did not know My Girl Two existed. Okay, oh, yeah, La Brea Tarpitz. I don't remember any La Brea Tarpitz. Well, she thinks she dropped part. her mom's ring. Oh my god! Or her and mom something. Her mom's like star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame or whatever. Mm-hmm. She dropped. Okay, no, here's what happens. So My Girl 1, I think this is common with like tween series because she's like 11 in the books. I Wait, mean, in the movies. I was like, there's It books? feels like a book though, doesn't it? Should it? Be, it should have been a book. <laughs> yeah. So Sorry. in the first one, Adam Klumsky? Klumsky? I don't know. She's in Veep. She's she's defied God because she hasn't aged since these movies were made. It's amazing. Vampire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a vampire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Known vampire. Speaking of Alleged vampire. <laughs> She, in the first one, it's like huge, huge concepts. There's like chicken bone in her throat as a sign of anxiety. Her best friend, spoiler alert, can I say, dies. And it's like life and death. Her mom is dead. Her relationship with her dad is weird because he's starting to date somebody new um, a Jamie Lee Curtis who is perfect in both yeah, she movies, is. by the way. Oh, she is. It's trash. There is crying part. Like it's it just like runs you through it's, this whole emotional situation. It's really hard to watch. Macaulay Culkin in these big glasses. It's oh, it's such a good coming of age story. It's so good. It's so then good. my girl too is when I've never seen this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, you don't oh have to. Oh my god, I'm it's sorry. so good. You're gonna please go home and watch it. it. It's so oh. sweet. It's such and it's so set good. in the 70s, so yes. it's like the fun oh. outfits and or late okay. 60s, early 70s. I appreciate 70s, a good I 70s moment. And it's like the perfect coming of age story. And then my girl too, she goes to LA to learn more about her mom who died and there's like sort of like a romance storyline when she's there mm-hmm. and it is so good i was just reading reviews on it and i was shocked to find that it had horrible reviews because yeah, it's a it great really story does. and every review compared it to the original mm-hmm. and it's like i understand yes but she's not a little kid anymore she's now a teenager so yes. it can't be the same story it can't be the same story well, that's princess diaries too also had the worst reviews I've ever seen. I think it had like a 20% or 27% on Rotten Tomatoes and it got like a star and a half. Rude. It was absolutely blasphemous. Yeah. (laughs) And I I didn't even read the reviews because I was just like, well, you guys are wrong. So I can't, 
It's also Patreon. Let's just Care Bear <laughs> yes. stare that review yeah. right out of here, guys. I'm, <laughs> I, that's not taking up space because, no. Yeah. It was a good movie. I yes. like that. I like My Girl, too. I remember going to the movie theater and seeing that with my best friend. I loved it. And I think she hated it. I was like, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. And then went and wrote your it. diary. I saw the best movie ever. Yeah. You guys, one day on the podcast, I will bring... Hit the microphone with my nose. I'm a little too close today. I will bring in my journals from the 90s and read them because I've been keeping a journal since I was 13. Oh, me too. Oh my gosh. I have Let's like do a journal episode. Journal. Oh my God. I'm so sad. I have, I religiously don't be, burn all of my journals. Don't be so sad. One of my entries from know, 1992 or 1993 was Kim and I went to see Free Willy today. I got scared and threw my popcorn. Then we went to Taco Bell and I had two bean burritos. I mean, some I of them are that bad. Olivia bad. looks so disappointed. No, in me no, right mine now. are that. Mine are worse. Steve thought it would be so fun to look at what no. my entry was for 9/11. Oh God, I was no. 14. I open it up, and he's waiting for this, like, you know, really solemn, like, thoughtful thing. Oh, I wrote no. like two sentences because I didn't know what was going on. I don't right. think people realize yeah. that as much. Like, I heard about it in biology, but like, you hear about tragedies all the time. Yes, you, you didn't recognize the scope, or at least I didn't when I was that young. There were like two sentences. Something weird is going on. I don't understand it. And then like three pages about the guy I had a crush on. Oh in yeah, class. Well, of course. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> That makes sense. It was humiliating. Have Steve read my journal because I wrote like 10 pages that night. I was so stressed out. Yeah, I was just shy of 21 when that happened. Oh, sense. You had a little more understanding. I was driving kids to school when that happened (gasps) and they announced it on the news and I was like, well, I had just dropped the kids off at school Yeah, and I got to work and everybody was picking their kids up. Yeah, that's scary. Um, And then OU closed and all that. So it was crazy. Yeah, that was, I mean, it was wild. I will give myself, we looked at a few entries later and I did understand it after a while. Yeah. Well, so yeah, but, and especially day of, there was so of. much, I act like I remember I was in first grade. I don't remember. <laughs> I remember sitting. I feel so old right I'm now. so sorry. Oh my God. I, I remember in sixth grade. sitting in first grade and like. I was in ninth. Yeah, we like stopped <laughs> sorry, learning things, but. Yeah. Amanda's having a mini heart attack. Fourth year of so. college, you guys. I feel so old right now. Well, everybody just get in there and watch both my girls and don't compare it like super Roger Ebert did. He was like, the first one was really about something. The second one just rehashed all the same stuff. I was like, no, "No, it didn't. You are obviously never a teenage girl. That's, I think some of these movies, because I looked at Now and Then too, which is another one. (gasps) Oh my God. I wanted to talk about that. Somebody Somebody didn't like it. Such it a good movie. had horrible reviews, and I was like, "This is the patriarchy at work." And I'm not. I was even just gonna kidding. say that that was a man also review. also Brendan Fraser's mini character in that movie. <gasps> oh yeah, he's the guy. He's <gasps> the a Vietnam vet, and he lets them oh take a drag God. of his cigarette, and he drinks their pop right out of the bottle, and oh just the all the all right the teen stuff bottle. about that movie, and her trying to find oh. out what happened with her mom who had died, and that's the soundtrack. I still That's have that best. soundtrack and listen to it all mm-hmm. the time. It's so good. When Christina Ricci broke that mirror and when the lady was vacuuming up the crumbs when they were eating the cookies. Yes. Every, every Everything single about scene that. is iconic just, in that movie. We'll, we'll just so do a little teaser. We'll I'm do so that. overwhelmed about this Brendan Fraser moment. Because, like, I don't. <laughs> You're like, welcome. Did you, you forget about, about it? it. I just. I Hank think Azaria. I did put two and two together. And then. <gasps> okay. Second one. Yeah. Second, second one. one. Back to the Future 2. I really Ooh. like, um, and, and again, it's, 
a continuation of the characters and of the story and kind of in the first one, you know, he's going back and it's like almost hooks up with his mom and it's really awkward. But, um, but in the, it's the next premise one, of many a great movie, yeah. of course, <laughs> you know, just throw in an out of place. Instant conflict. classic. Great. It's how you Game do it. Um, found dead. But then in the second one, instead of going back, they go forward. But again, it's just fun. Cause it, and, you know, that kind of like with what if scenario and yeah. like you think about, oh, what if I change one thing in my life? Like what would happen? Yes. And it's like, um, like, okay, yeah, maybe we'll try to be rich with betting on sports with the sports almanac thing and um, like how that can affect different timelines and this concept and idea of there being like several different versions of your life and like, but yeah. I thought, I thought it was very so good. fun. Time travel narratives are so fun. Like so so many possibilities. Yes. Yeah, like, like it could just, yes. Best thing about that movie, much like Star Wars and Star Trek gave us ideas about what might come in the future that came to be, right? Like, mm-hmm. I can't even think of a good example right now. Let's <laughs> call them AirPods, right? I think it was on Star Trek where they had the little things, or maybe it's Star Wars. Um, hoverboards. Yeah. Right? Yes. The hoverboards and mm-hmm. number two. Mm-hmm. I need to rewatch two now. Yeah. Because I feel I bad. I, feel like, I start it and I'm always like, mm. I feel like I do too now because I'm like, <laughs> wait, they went forward. Yeah. But then at one point they had to go back, but right? But you remember that the you thing. like it, which is yeah. do you remember the most important part. I think mm-hmm. I don't like it because I don't like Biff and he gets a bigger chunk of the story in this one, right? I have Maybe to tell you a little bit. It through. He's yeah. so mean. Biff was my one of my childhood nicknames <gasps> before I saw Back to the Future, like before me and any of my friends had seen Back to the Future, it was just like a Elizabeth, like a Biff kind of nickname. (gasps) And then I saw Back to the Future and I was like, tried to like erase it from everyone's memory, but it didn't work. And people still call me Biff and it makes me sad now. (laughs) Yeah, because now you're associated with that guy. Exactly. And I'm like, he's genuinely the worst. He is. Keep people in line with that. I should. "Mm, No, thank you. You I just won't answer. We should all also share a childhood nickname. Oh, I have so many. You did. I have the. Oh, I have yeah. such a long list. Did I have one? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you're I making eyes like you know. I don't know. I know. She's. I feel like you would. I feel like you would. I don't. Why? Because I did theater. Because you did stuff theater. I, yeah. No. Because you did theater. You always got oh, weird well, nicknames in theater. Well, actually, when I played uh, my last episode, when I talked here, we were talking about Beauty and the Beast, and I was Mrs. Potts, and my. Um, freshman economics um, teacher he just like was very impressed and he ranted and raved and blah 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 blah. and like until I from my freshman year until I graduated he like would call me down the hall hey Mrs. Potts or whatever it's like (laughs) what an incredible origin story for a nickname I love that you were so talented and good most people get nicknames because they like fell on their face and then everyone called me banana peel for the rest of high school. Oh. I was going to go with Colette's, but were you banana peel in high school? No. You are I'm now. Just saying, I think she was. <laughs> no, that was oddly specific. It was very, yeah. No. no I'm just no saying shame. most people's nicknames are like humiliating. Oh, yeah. If we go down my list. failures. Should I? Infantilizing. Should I list my... Yeah. That's terribly embarrassing nicknames my family to this day when i go to like big family reunions i am known as stinks and only stinks wow it, i'm like, sorry don't they know you're on tiktok and they that you're should. famous now i'm a star so and i am obviously. stinks it could be worse yeah. it could be like fart a, so fart a piss blatant. rex i might something. as i might as well be because it's why are you called stinks again 
I don't know. And you smelled. Yes. I think it was like, (laughs) oh, baby, smell. The story I've written is that like, because my two older brothers, like when they brought me home, you know, I had like a a diaper and things (laughs) and they would go, oh, this baby stinks because I'm a baby. And you had two older brothers. This explains so much. Exactly. That's end of the tragic backstory. I had two older brothers. Right. But yeah, so I'm still stinks. Aww. Which is fine. I had a high school English teacher who called me E. coli what because my hell? name is Elizabeth Colo, and I yeah oh it became E because it was like E. Colo, and you'd go oh E. coli yeah yours was much nicer with Mrs. Potts. This is very, very different nice. than I was the star of my school play, and everyone was so yeah they we had me. different lives. <laughs> <laughs> so what was your that. second pick for your? So my second pick, I was doing a little bit of uh connect the dots with my sequels yesterday and I found out they both came out in 2004 and they both star the one and only Julie Andrews. Okay. My second pick is Shrek 2. Oh. Oh, that's oh. right. She plays the fairy godmother, she, right? No, she plays the queen. Oh. She's the queen. Because the fairy godmother sings and Julie Andrews, she couldn't sing by then. It was a very sad day. Oh, that's she right. Because she had her vocal yes. cord thing. They were damaged. It was a very sad Which, day. Which, yeah. thank you for bringing up the fairy godmother because I rewatched Shrek 2 last night and I realized okay. the only reason I picked Shrek 2 is because the scene where she's singing I Need a Hero and the big gingerbread man Just hallelujah and up here. is storming the <laughs> castle. <laughs> Is the only scene from that movie that I remembered, but it's such a good, yeah, perfect scene that I was like, I just really want to bust out so singing. Song. It's yeah. so hard not to. And when she started it, I literally I was like, oh, goosebumps. This is so. Just, and I turned to my parents off, and I was like, like so slow too. Yes, like just where are all the good men gone and where are all the guys? Yes, like. And then it builds. And then they're and then building the, the gingerbread man. And it's like, the hero we need. And so amazing. Oh. And I'm having like a reaction. I have goosebumps. I'm like sitting up. Yeah, your body, your whole body. I'm ready. Language. And my dad is sleeping and my mom is looking at me like I'm a alien from outer space. And she's just like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like entranced. I'm I moved. need a hero. Yes. <laughs> I'm holding up for a hero till the end of the night. Amazing. It's so epic. It's, it's so, so, good. <laughs> so good. But yeah, I think hey. amazing sequel, amazing soundtrack, amazing. <gasps> and I think it's before it's Shrek 2 is I think before it gets before for me Shrek gets weird. <laughs> Yeah, that like they're always kind of weird. Kept, Shrek is always kept making it's they're a little much. weird, but like by Shrek three, I was like kind of same with like by the time I got to Toy Story four, where I was just like, it, Ooh, we we're done. Stop. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's too much. Now we're like, I gotta let these they characters made a bunch, go because didn't yes. they do a Halloween special? Oh, and they have Christmas so special, many, and, and there's the new Puss like in Boots. Puss in Boots, yeah, yeah. The, which yeah. is apparently a very good movie. I won't diss that one. I haven't seen it. But sometimes it does feel like you're just looking at them like, does this story really need to continue or are you just trying to make more money? And I think that is so many sequels do that. Yes. Yes. That's what makes a good sequel good is it's like, oh, you had a story to tell. You had a purpose Mm -hmm. for this movie to come out where like, you know, with like the pitch perfects, it's like. This, if, oh, I wanted ooh. to like them so much yeah. more. Than I'm like, I did. they're fine. And they're so not the second bad. Fine, but did not need to be made. Exactly. The third one was like, what am oh, I yeah, watching? That, that was the one where she was like on the trapeze thing, and then like yes. her yeah. bodysuit splits open. That's, it's so strange. And then it's like they're I all. I just like how they have Obama watching it and just his face. <laughs> like, I don't know what, what footage they use, but he, 
It's so <laughs> random. I'm like, what am I watching? I want my $15 back. I feel like they try to do the like, oh, we're not like, we're aware of the fact that we're making the third movie out of this. And it's a little ridiculous. It's silly. And like, let's make fun of ourselves. But I'm like, there's a real fine line between making fun of yourself and also making a movie that's (laughs) right. We want to believe you tried. Yeah. We talked about that with our movies that are so good. They're bad. That one Mm -hmm. of the, uh, (laughs) I mean, one so bad. They're good. (laughs) And so bad. They're bad. Um, Was that like, if, if they're trying to make a bad movie, nobody cares. Cause it's like, why are you wasting my time? I want you to have tried and either succeeded or failed, but I just want you to try. And then there's (laughs) something to root for. If it's just like a bunch of millionaires making a movie because they can, then what's the, what's the fun in that? Mm -hmm. No, just poop on the millionaires. (laughs) Eat the rich is really the summary of this. (laughs) Oh my God. Have you seen the the movie The Menu. Yes. yes. Is that the new one with Joseph Fiennes? I couldn't finish it because I got too scared. But Where I he's the uh, chef that... Ra- Ray Ralph. Ray Fiennes. Yeah, Ray yeah. Ver- Voldemort. Voldemort, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Joseph's the other one with curly hair from Shakespeare in Love. Yeah. It's a good one. My bad. Is it scary? It's more like disturbing. It's, like it's Yeah, it's yeah, disturbing, disturbing and, and creepy. unsettling. Unsettling. But... So good. What's Delicious. the one that just got a bajillion Oscar nods? Everything, everywhere. All I want to watch that. Is that, one. that what it's called? Everything, yeah. everywhere, all at once. That's a multiverse situation, which I can get right? behind. They stress Something me like out. That. I that's feel where, like Marvel has been preparing me my whole life for this movie. <laughs> and so I was I'm super excited. I was just about to say that's where Marvel. I'm a huge comic fan. I'm a big Marvel fan. But once Marvel started getting into the multiverse, I'm like, I am too confused. Overwhelmed. So I step out. Marvel is As we, so much. When I talk about my second thing, you will yes. very quickly see that I love epic stories that go on <laughs> forever. And so Marvel, Marvelverse was created for me. Harry Potter's where it's the stories go forever and then you can do a bajillion spinoffs. I love that because when I love characters, I can't let go. That's fair. I want to mm. keep going back to it. So I was thinking a lot about Harry Potter when I was thinking about sequels because mm-hmm. it seems like a really successful um, example of a story that has an underlying plot thread that weaves throughout all of those books and all of those mm-hmm. stories. But each book has its own arc so i don't know that that's like i was thinking about lord of the rings i don't really think lord of the rings does that i think lord of the rings is one it's just one big story story that they cut into yeah it doesn't have like a mini stories within yeah yeah Yeah. that's true just a very long story about them walking yeah very far point a point you heard lord of the rings in front of (laughs) me i just but that's a i think that's I love Lord of the Rings. It's about the I journey, think the not better the than final the destination. The Unless books, the yeah. final destination would have been not getting rid of the ring and then everyone would have died a horrible death. <laughs> At which point it really was about the journey. Is that what you wanted, Hashtag Nicole? Take backsies. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that's, you that's wanted fair. the destruction of the world? Fine. I'll stop walking. Fine. We're learning you know, things about Sorry, you. Nicole. Sometimes Maybe we should call you Debbie just, Downer. You know what? Like... Okay. I but think anyway. something I forgot to say at the top is that good sequels seem to be pretty rare. I think partly because it's hard to see them as their own thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And especially when I was talking about my girl, the first one was so high stakes and the second one was more relaxed and like you didn't feel the trauma as much. And it could, it's tempting to be like, oh, well, you know, it has to have that high stakes throughout the whole thing. And it, I don't, I don't necessarily feel like stories 
do? No. Like as, as I long think as if, it continues. Well, and if it story. does have the same high stakes trauma, then I'm just sad for the main character who is going through kind of like Harry Potter where I'm like, this kid just, he needs a nap. Like, yeah. let's go wrap him up in a blanket. <laughs> he needs a nap. Let's he's get got, him a weighted blanket. Yeah, he's got too much. Like, <laughs> they make little stuffed animals like that too. Yes. That's so great. But yeah, it's like, so if My Girl 2 was just as traumatic as My Girl 1, I'd be like, let's, like, girl, we got to get you into therapy. We got to get you right. a hot cup of tea. I mean, she probably should have <laughs> gone to see a therapist oh, yeah. at the I end of My did. Girl. I think in My Girl, she did, and that's the one she kept telling. Oh, it was the doctor. No, that was the doctor. That was the doctor, doctor, right? There was no therapy in 1994. Yeah, it, it didn't exist. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> therapy was not a It was reserved a for thing. the... Hysteria. Children are made to suffer. It's the nineties. <laughs> so Shrek to is Shrek Disney? No. DreamWorks. Here's the thing, another one about both of my movies. I just noticed a lot of similarities. They yeah. both have musical numbers for no real reason. Wonderful. Like there's no real reason for the fairy godmother to be singing I Need a Hero, but she does it because it's what we deserved. And she did that for us. And it was oh fun. God. Yes. Just think about when you're home. The best scene in, what's the Christmas movie that takes place in Britain? That they always Love play. Actually. Love Actually. That scene in Love oh, Actually where Hugh Grant just starts dancing. Yeah. For so no great. reason. You're like, this two minutes did not need to happen. I didn't know I needed but, Hugh Grant dancing in my life. Oh, but you need that kind just... of stuff, right? Because we all have those moments when you're by yourself, you kind of look around, you yeah. start busting out, you start dancing, or you start singing to something ridiculous while you're cleaning. Absolutely. You do need those moments because yes. that is real life. Yep. It's fun. That is real life. Like there's just value in doing something. Busting out song and dance. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Real life. I make true. songs up all the time. Yeah. All the time. It's the only way to make. Yeah. It's the only way to make Obviously. your marriage work. <laughs> Is if your husband asks you to hand him the can of cat food, and I'm like, did you mean this cat food? And he's just like, can you just please pass it to me? I'm like, pass the nip right now. I do you that just to my have mom. to sometimes do that yeah. because do that it makes your marriage great. better. But I do it to my mom to remind her how, how wonderful I am. Olivia looks so concerned when I said that improves marriage. So I concerned. think that's valid. She's worried because she doesn't sing to her. Well, I was actually just thinking that Steve Her created a really long song to the tune of my favorite things about yes. all the chores <gasps> that he had to do when my foot was broken. I couldn't <laughs> do them. And I think it was how he coped. It's really good. It's a good I really want him to record that and then for you to send it to us. Yes. Okay. All right. Put it at the end of this episode. We yes. demand mm-hmm. <laughs> a little button. The, the yeah. listeners want to know. my favorite know. things moment. <laughs> yeah. Amanda, what's your next pick? Like I said, mine are super mainstream and kind of boring, but mine is actually Lord of the Rings, which is the Return of the King. No, not the Return of the King. Uh, Two two Towers. 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 Two Towers. Second one. Thank you. So I can't even get them right. Um, Yeah, the Two Towers, all the same characters. The journey is still happening. They get split up at the end of the first one. So then you have the two separate separate storylines, even though, yes, it's the same thing. When When Tolkien wrote the book, um, he wrote it as one long book, but there was, I think it was a paper shortage when they were coming out or just the cost of publishing at the time. They're like, we're not going to publish this giant story. <laughs> so they did cut it up and make it Serialized. into three books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And so it just makes sense that they did the stories as three separate, but yes, it's the same story that's running throughout. They do get split up, but you do have the fun introduction, much like the Ewoks in the third Star Wars movie, just like this random thing. I love that Tolkien created this um, talking trees yeah. that communicate yeah. with each other and they get pissed in the second one <laughs> yeah, that's and good. they decide the Ents are going oh, to I war the and they're trees. like throwing stuff <laughs> That's good at the bad tower and like my favorite one is guy the one gets that lit puts on fire. Yeah, he gets lit on fire by like flaming bows and arrows, and he just bends down and 
takes his tree hair, his leaves, <laughs> and just dips it in the water. I was like, that is the Extinguished best himself. scene. Yeah, those. I I think those movies are like some of the best movies, and I watch yes. them like yeah. around New Year's usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we do too. We always That's watch them on New Year's Eve. My thing with Star Wars and with Lord of the Rings is it's to me, I can't like break the three movies apart. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so it's like to me, I'm like Good a little that ahead. Yeah, like if I'm watching Lord of the Rings, I'm like. All right, I gotta set aside twelve hours of my life. Yeah. I'm, you say that like that's a bad thing. It's not, but Elizabeth. it's like that's. I didn't even think about it for sequels because in my brain I'm just like it's a. Se- but it's I a think yeah, one twelve like, hour event. It's yeah. like two styles. It's like the sequel that are like even uh, I'm thinking about like episodic TV shows or um, where there are some shows you have to watch from the beginning and watch yes. them all the way through mm-hmm. because it's all they all build on each other and then some that are just episodic so it's yeah like one like little stories and i, I like both styles mm-hmm. me too i think they're just yeah they're both valid for different types of stories the scene where the attack happens at the um helm's deep and this to me is still one of the best battle scenes in a movie it gives you so much anxiety when you watch it right you're like oh god i hope gandalf shows up fingers crossed (laughs) we do a thons at our house so like if we're gonna be around all weekend and the weather's crappy and it's like okay we're not gonna work on any projects we're just gonna hunker down and do pajamas We'll be like, okay, what a thon are we doing? And that's our choices are we do Harry Potter, we do Lord of the Rings, the original Star Wars, Mm -hmm. or Indiana Jones, because we we own all three of those. And my husband loves Indiana Jones. So I was grumpy this weekend and I was like, I don't feel good. I'm grumpy. My husband's like, Do you want to do an a thon? I'm like, Yes. Yes. And he's like, What do you want to start? And I was like, What do you want to start? Like, you get to choose. I always get to choose. He's like, Star Wars. So we made it through the first one (laughs) and then fell asleep during the second one. But you just have to. I love that. Is the Eowyn storyline introduced in the second book? Or is that in the first one? I mean, movie. Um, Nope. You meet her in the second one. I love her storyline, too. She's a great character to add on. She does feel like a Johnny-come-lately interloper at first, and you're like... Well, they definitely build up her character more than it, what is in the books, too, to kind of give, like, another female character. Yeah, but then... I, I was okay with him doing that. Yeah, for sure. Good yeah. pick. I love all those movies. Yes. I think that's Lord of the Rings movies are one of those rare ones where it just keeps getting better. Like, I think the third movie is one of the best movies ever. Oh, so good. I was glad I got the Oscar for Best Picture. So good. For that very reason, because it kept really, building. It felt like you were rewarding all the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Then The Hobbit, do you think we needed three Hobbit movies? We didn't need any of those Hobbit movies. They were terrible. <laughs> That's a good example. I did not bad, understand because he, it's like he took a good idea. Like he was so successful in Lord of the Rings. And then Peter Jackson was like, cool, I'm going to do The Hobbit, which I was totally behind it. I'm like, yes, make The Hobbit a movie. Yeah. I can see it being two movies, breaking it up because it is kind of long. You want the character development and yeah. all that crap. Did not need to be a trilogy. Did not need to have, um, what's his futz? Um, Orlando Bloom. Um, What's the elf's name? I can't think of it right Legolas? now. Legolas? You did not mm-hmm. need Legolas' love story with the other elf. And they then, just threw that in there. So yeah. that it's just, all of the girls who had to get dragged by their boyfriends yes. to go see it, they Absolutely. would go see it. Like that was, There's that was the so reason. many fun moments in the Hobbit book that he included, but then it was just like over the top how he did it. So it And it was so clear, too, that it was sort of a money grab because yeah. we had the Hobbit book. We knew how long it was. <laughs> like we knew what I'm Well, Like, we knew this story. The so. other thing is 
the Hobbit movies are more violent than the Lord of the Rings to me. Like there's scenes like where they put the sword like right through somebody's head, right in front of the camera. And I'm like, okay, let's keep in mind Lord of the Rings was written for adults. The Hobbit was written for children. Yeah. So they should have made that movie more child friendly or those movies. I was just watching them recently. Like during our Christmas break, I was like, you know what? Let's go back and watch the Hobbit because it's been like 10 years from here whenever they came out. And I was like, these are really awful. They're terrible. I don't even think we finished the last movie because I was getting so mad. My husband's like, calm down. I get it. It's a children's book. (laughs) But. Yes. So good. Great pick. Mm -hmm. Olivia. Okay. So the final one that I'm going to lay at your feet today. (laughs) Like a a soggy sack of potatoes. Yeah. Is. What? Actually, this is my one I'm most confident about is Sister Act. (gasps) Which is without a doubt the best See, I mean, it Lord blows the distract one out of the water. It's so mm-hmm. good. I'll fight you on that one. It's a whole, <laughs> it's a whole new cast of characters, and they're all so good. It's one that just kind of like mm. sets up the world of the nunnery or whatever. It's so good, <laughs> and then it brings in these kids, and Whoopi Goldberg is flawless in the movie. Lauren Hill's in it, and you hear her sing, and it's amazing. Just that scene. Lovely. Where that boy hits the high note in Oh Happy Day. So oh, this is yes. my personal anecdote. Oh Happy Day. Oh Happy Day. And then he hits that note and it was and everybody just... freaks out. That scene, I so I got the movie from Blockbuster when I was sick. <laughs> home from school. And I got the VHS and the VHS was so faded at that part because people had watched it over and over and over. It skipped. Oh, no. I know. Did you complain at Blockbuster? Mm-hmm. Blockbuster was where you used to get your <laughs> rental DV, uh, VHS tapes, tapes and DVDs eventually. And I'd rewind it and watch it, rewind it and watch it, even if it was all like faded. <laughs> because it was so good. That scene was my very favorite. And then the end where they're singing with their like neon pants. No, they like start yes. in the robes, like trying to be like everybody else. And they like whip them off. And they're yeah, all in their like, like 90s. Amazing. Like neon glora colors. fashion. <laughs> like, I just... had a neon pink windbreaker that i don't know how i didn't blind people with this thing it was so (laughs) iconic physically stunning saw like you can go to athleta and they have like a bright pink oh yeah windbreaker pants Mm. and that's one thing they don't need to bring back from the early 90s everybody's gonna hear you coming honey it's coming back that one and space jam were two things i didn't want to be revisited by but yeah they're both making comebacks yes ghosts of now i don't do Besides Mary Poppins, I don't like <gasps> cartoons and real <gasps> actors together. I'm just going to lay oh, it out there. No. I don't either. Oh. Mary Poppins does it. Really? Fun. That's about it. <gasps> Olivia just whispered that she doesn't like Mary Poppins. What it, the hell? I think my mom Get out. Get out. <laughs> I think that's why I don't like Wizard of Oz either. What? Just, just, I might oh, as well just confess it all. Should I put my two-week notice in now? Or should I... <laughs> I have to leave. This is a toxic work environment. Let's go to HR. See if we can. Yeah. Well, my mom really doesn't like it. My heart is broken right now. Really sorry. Well, in the spirit of this very casual um, podcast episode, we only have the room for ten more minutes, and we have to pack up. So, watch all those sequels. (laughs) We love you very much. Have a lovely day. Thank you all for being here. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye. 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 Bye. I got out of here. Thank you for listening to The Books We Loved, a podcast through the Troy Public Library. 
You can find more information about the books and library services we mentioned in the show on our website at troypl.org slash podcast. If you would like to suggest a topic for future discussion, please email us at podcast at troypl.org. Thank you for listening and happy reading.